this this um this is a very difficult time I think in our history to be funny. <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean the the aspect of being funny not being offensive or not hurting somebody's feelings even, you know. I mean it's like I I I get what you're saying. It's I, I there is a sense of that where it's like if you say something and you have enough notoriety, you're going to get pushback. Yeah. But then the good thing is with the internet is like there's enough people that are going to back you up. Yes. But it's like, yeah, you got to walk that tightrope. And it's not the government doing it. It's now society doing it. Do you think we're on our way out of that whole canceled, ultra-woke, ultra-sensitive stuff? I mean, Disney's Disney's on fire. You know? (laughs) Uh, All all the, like, this weird woke stuff going on. I think there was a hard turn, like, after Trump got elected – Right. There was a hard turn to being like, see, this this hate speech leads to, you know, horrible people in power. And and then people start overcorrecting and they start, you know, attacking comics and people who yeah, doing I mean, it. I, mean, um, I, I grew up, you know, watching some pretty offensive stuff. Oh, comics yeah. would say. And it's, it, but it was like, I'm Mexican. I get it. Yeah. But now. It's like. Like even me, then I'm a you know speak in public every now and then, go on podcasts and and talk about things. I have to be careful, in a lot of ways, or, or extra sensitive as far as like, mm. you know, a friend of mine was telling me, you should come out of the closet. But <laughs> when I, I'm not in the closet, that's what somebody that wants to come out of the closet would say, right? <laughs> you're like, and, I can't even win now. <laughs> so you can't win, anyways. But this whole argument is like, you're Latino, you know, you're an immigrant. Yeah. A weird religious background, you know, with Santa Muerte and all that. Yeah. Uh, you, you're a veteran of a weird war. You should come out of the closet, and then you have all the di- all the infinity stones. <laughs> There's no way you can cancel you, right? Oh, like, no, they'll find a way. I'm, that's, I'm thinking about You're still it. a man. <laughs> I'm sti- well, am I? I don't, I mean, I feel. I am I? Or do am you, I, 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 do I, I identify I, as that? <laughs> see that? I don't know, man. Sometimes I look at people arguing that, and I'm like, Maybe they're onto something, you know? Well, it's funny because when shit really hits the wall, right? Shit hits the fan, I guess, as they say. Yeah. Everyone forgets about that bullshit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when shit really goes down, you're like, yeah, we'll, we'll get to your pronoun stuff later. But we're, we're at war. Yeah. We're, we, yeah. We need to blow up some shit, you know? It's either it's either we start becoming less sensitive or we go to World War Three. Either way, that's so, that's going to be the solution so, so, to it. So in my mind, I'm, a, I'm new to the U.S., so I have to adapt. And I've been very sensitive when it comes to stuff like that because in Mexico we still have blackface comedy on the newsstands. Oh yeah, and we have. Well, Mexicans also don't get offended by shit. Well, they do now. Actually, there's a whole woke <sighs> thing happening here in Mexico, specifically in the capital, which is like the, I don't, know, it's the L.A. or the, it's the California of of Mexico, basically mm-hmm. the capital. Uh, there's wokeness happening. Oh, there's, it's very progressive. I do know that. So there's a lot of that happening now in Mexico, and my family in Mexico are like, oh, look at this. And I'm like, that seems familiar. Um, yeah. <laughs> it is. No, it's definitely crept its way into Mexican culture. Yeah. It's starting to become part of the ethos of Mexico. But I still think we're not... We can't lose our sense of humor. No, 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 no way. Well, I don't know. I mean, has there? I don't know. Has there any been any Mexican comedians or anything that are getting canceled? Yeah, there so, are. So oh, shit. I'll go. I'll go. One of them, uh, who's a clown, because we have 
Yeah, we still have payasos. We have payasos. Like, we still, we, have, we still have actual dudes dressed as clowns who are dirty motherfucking comedians. <laughs> and one of them is El Platanito, El Platanito Show. That guy says some fucking hardcore fucking joke. He's great, though. He's great. But that motherfucker pushes a line. because oh, fucking, That's like, hilarious. Like a comedian should. That's their job. Yeah. To kind of... Navigate that world. Po- poke and prod. He said a horrible joke about somebody that died horribly. It was, it was kind of funny. But, but a horrible joke, though. And... You know, TikTok being what it is, this weapon See, of that's mass the destruction. Problem. Yes, yes. Everybody with an opinion that had a million followers started saying, hey, this person should not be allowed to say jokes anymore. Oh, my God. Let's figure out who sponsor him and just start doing that. It's Gen Z Mexicans. That's exactly what's happening here as well now. Now, you being out, you being in the environment you are in the U.S., it's a, new, it's a comedian. And I, yeah, my stuff online, too, is like I don't fall in line with I mean, I see you say some shit, and I'm like, oh, shit, this guy's going to get into some trouble. Well, dude, you know what's crazy is because I'm I'm still navigating within, like, you know, working with, you know, film productions and stuff like that. And, you know, with my series, like, you know, I did a whole series based on the migrant crisis. Yeah, yeah. Can, which, you, can, you, can you talk to, to us yeah, about that? So I have, a, I have a web series that's come out. It's called Migrants. Yeah. And it's based off of exactly that. It's old school Latinos who, you know, immigrate to the U.S. through the migrant caravans, which I know that's something that you had covered yeah. when they came to Tijuana. Yeah. Right. So remember when Trump was in office, they were all here, essentially. Yeah. And TJ, they, they were, were in they were, they were right across the, the street. Right there? Yeah. They, they, were sle- they slept at the soccer field that's right across the street. Oh, shit. That's where they slept. And there was this whole uproar because Americans would come down here to try and, you know, Give them stuff, and, yeah, and, and they would mix. and they would get that stuff and then sell it in the market, oh. and then buy drugs over there, <laughs> and then dump the needles at the school. And they didn't want them there, and somehow that made people from Tijuana racist. Yes, somehow that turned us into a bunch of racists because we didn't want people selling drugs <laughs> with money they made by gringos giving them stuff that they would then sell and then dump the needles there. This is and here's the thing. This is what I love about the complexities it's of within wild. cultures is so because wild. you talk to the progressive in Brooklyn where I'm living. I live in I live in the progressive capital of, of America. I live in Brooklyn. Wow. And it's like the most uh, out of touch white people, which God bless them. You know, they they lead with good intentions. Hard uh, on the hard on the somewhat, sleeve. Yeah. Somewhat. But when you tell them these like hard truths, they just go, but yeah, what about the person that is? I'm like, look, I understand the reason the person is, but we're talking about the person that is doing this. And you really think Mexicans hate these people as much as, you know, like these aren't the Trump supporters that are like saying build the wall. These are like Mexicanos. Mexicanos are like, no, no, estos cabrones, ¿por qué vienen aquí? Like, it's the funniest thing because... When you see it within like minority culture, they they get mad about the the details yeah. of it. It's not like they're just racist. It's like, no, these people are doing this. I don't like this. You know, we we were here. I mean, I've heard Mexicans be like, we have enough problems in Mexico. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? legit, and we do. <laughs> legit, we have enough problems. So the reason why these guys came to TJ is because all of them were 18th Street gang members. Most yeah. of them were. 
Yeah. Not all of them. I'm not going to generalize. There were some females and kids in that group that were paraded around the press when the press would show up. But you I'm know, sure you saw that. The reason why they didn't go to Texas is because that set the territory. And that's 13th Street people. So they would have get killed. But nobody immediately. wants to talk. Yeah. But nobody wants to talk about that. And I, as you know, as observing that I'm from here, but I was also in the US. And yes. I was also an advocate and I would speak to people. They'd be like, you're Mexican. How can you be speaking out against these immigrants? So <laughs> <laughs> So you know what I love about it? It's like because it no longer becomes about what they look like. It's a it's based on their actions. Yeah, they're which immigrants. is what we should all be judged on. Yeah, so they're immigrants, and we all are immigrants, and we all should be basically about whatever all the immigrants are doing. Right. So I'm not about sending unsupervised minors that get tossed over the border. I'm not about that. No. Um, that I'm not about uh, all those women that get uh, disappeared on their way up or that they get sorted with because they're pretty with a little thing. So when they jump over the border, they get owned. I'm not into all No, that. dude. And here's the thing. It's like these things happen. It's something you have to confront. Yeah. And it's not just like this is what I say. I'm like, if America is 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 this racist, they would not allow this many Latin people in already. Yeah. So that's that's another <laughs> fascinating thing to me. If if Americans want to see racism, you know, you're not you're not gonna find it in a field somewhere in the south with the Ku Klux <laughs> members. Go to Japan. <laughs> yes. Japanese people are not the most welcoming for brown or black skinned people. Oh, they want yeah, they want to keep their or, homogenous. Or come yes. to Mexico. Come yeah. To, where, we do racism pretty good here. Oh, amazing. Yeah. My daughter on the light skin side. Yeah. And um, somebody else's daughter on the brown skin side. You give them Barbies, and you ask the brown kid one and the white kid one, hey, which is the evil Barbie? <laughs> yeah, and this exactly. is an experiment. You can look this up on YouTube. Oh, it happens it's, all the time. It's an experiment. It's a, it's a YouTube experiment, and it's cultural. It's ingrained. You see the telenovelas, the blonde lady? Yeah, that's the maid who somehow marries the rich guy, but the, but the, but the, the brunette. Oh, yeah, she's the, uh, she's the evil one. You know what I love? It's like when those uh, those circulate on Instagram is like the old novellas where yeah. it's like you see like the racial they're like yeah. ¿Por qué mi niño es este color? and it's like a darker it's, kid yeah dude it's <laughs> horrible but, it's hilarious but uh, again my perspective on racism is that I grew up in that and it's still pervasive here it's it is um the thing is is like we, we don't want them to go away it's like we'll just jab at them we'll just make fun of them yeah yeah like so, so your series is on so, that on that in, on that immigrant experience. So and, I wanted to take that concept because once you know Biden got in the office, they're like they started letting him in, right? Yeah. Or once that Title Nine or whatever was over, they started letting him in, and then you had the Texas governor and Ron DeSantis, you know Abbott. They were like, okay, you guys want them? We're gonna start sending them to Chicago, New York, D.C. So in my mind, when I'm seeing this in the news, like my comedic brain is going like, "This is pretty funny, but this horrible, is gonna be horrible, hilarious, but funny though." <laughs> yeah. yeah, but like, imagine me just, where am I going? New York? Oh, cool, I guess. Yes, the Hamptons, the, right? They're paying for their plane tickets. They're paying for buses, and I'm like, this is what I live for as a comic because it's like this is the culture that I know, and I also know the New York Brooklyn culture because that's where I'm living now. <laughs> So I'm like, what would happen if you had like woke hipsters taking in these migrants, migrants. and like 
who are not woke. Who are not woke. At all. I mean, yeah, talking like old school mentality, Latino to the bone. Wife beating in, the, in their all, past, secret families, all exactly. that shit. Exactly, all of that shit. And then now you put them in a room where they're like being taught like about pronouns. And shit. I was like, this exactly, I was like, it just kind of wrote itself for me. I was like, this is the premise I need to run with. So we did the first episode, and the characters, I was like, I don't want to sanitize this at all. Because the one thing you see on TV all the time in any media is, like, anytime they have immigrants come in, it's always, like, the poor, like, I want to do great things in America if I just got the opportunity. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of them, but there's also, like, let, there's me, a lot. let me see how I can get some free shit. Yeah. There's I mean, also there that. There's shit to that. There's yeah. shit ton of that. And I want to just show, like, what if we actually had the real raw, like, Latinos that I grew up with, which are in my family, I'm sure in your family, that, you know, they want to just pistia. They want to, you know. They want to get, they on, all, they they wanna wanna get, get laid, on some of that government money. Get a little bit of that government money. Get some work. You know, go to the strip clubs, which they do here. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I'm like, I want to show, like, a f unsanitized version of it, of those type of immigrants interacting with like the woke, the woke Gen Z hipsters. And that's exactly what we did with the, with this series. And we put out the first episode and people just gravitated towards it. Cause yeah. they were like, you don't see this kind of comedy being put out there, especially with like Latinos. Like anytime they put us on TV, right. It's always like a very sanitized, yeah. clean. Like I've seen shows where I'm like, this was totally written by a either a white woman who watched Coco, who watched Coco, or it's written by like a fourth, fifth generation Latino who barely speaks Spanish, but they're like in touch with their indigenous roots. Yeah, and they went to UCLA film school, and because they have money to do it, and then they get their script made, and it's like everyone is like the happy-go-lucky Latin family. And then they just have the one like Latina mom that just, or like la, the abuelita that speaks Spanish and tells all the jokes. Like, I'm like, I'm tired of seeing that. Yeah. I'm like, let's get the. Where's Tio Gerardo, who's a pollero, who like, you know, trafficked, yes. some, trafficked some people, <laughs> you know? And he's like trying to figure out how to get caught. You know, that's, that's an aspect of it as well. And that's the one thing. So, you know, when Latinos see the shit on TV, a lot of TV executives and stuff are like, well, we gave you a Latin show. And it's not doing well. I'm like, yeah, it's because when Latin people watch it, they're like, "This is the, what the hell is the, this?" Yeah, this is this is you're trying to sell tacos to Mexicans, but you're chipotleing yes. the comedy, basically. Yeah, you know, like there's a joke like when you get your tacos in like the metal aluminum taco holder, you're like, these tacos are gonna suck. They're gonna ass. suck ass. <laughs> I've seen those. And that's Whoa, a shame on you, America. Exactly. And that's exactly what you get when most of the time you see Latino comedies on TV. It's yeah. the taco aluminum holder container version of yeah. of entertainment. Yeah. And, and it's not to say that all Latin families have that, but most of Latin culture does, though. Like Mexican culture has yes. secret family. Yeah. The, the uh, alcoholism concealed with, like, a with kids, Christianity. A, a kid's party, you know? Oh, let's have a oh kid's God. party for the three-year-old. And it turns into your uncle's drunk fighting for your grandfather's property. <laughs> <laughs> That's shit. That's, 
I would laugh at the fuck out of that or, as a Mexican, you know? Or what I love, too, is, like, anytime they have uh, different Latin people on TV, and they are, they're immediately best friends. I'm like, bro, you get a Mexicano and a Puerto Rican There's some shit together, gonna, there's going to be some, some fucking shit. beef, bro. Or you get any Latin people, and then there's an Argentinian guy there. Oh, yeah. You, you know? get an Argentinian, they start debating about, and dude, like Those that. Guys, you, they, they think you're the European? Yeah, I'm not generalizing, by the way. I'm just being a horrible, ignorant Mexican <laughs> stereotype. Which is what we want. That's exactly what we would want to see on TV. And here's the thing. Every other race pretty much gets to do that. You know, like you see yeah. you see shows of, you know, a Breaking Bad. Yeah. I'm, like if you put that as like a Mexican, we're like, oh, so now all Mexicans are going to be cooking <laughs> meth and dealing <laughs> drugs. But why people are like, yeah, that not he can do that. And that doesn't represent us, yeah. all of us. Not all of us, but the, some of us do. Yeah, and it's great. We love watching it. Yeah, we would want to watch that honest portrayal of a fucked up part of our culture. And the difference is it's like the people who live it know the nuance enough to where like that really is authentic. That's so true. like I never thought about it. They, they, they wanna they don't they, they don't want to push that boundary there because they don't want to get canceled. It's also the TV executives too. Yeah. They're like, oh do we really want to represent a show that shows Latinos in this light? But Latinos are like, show us in that fucking light. So I I, I, I you know can't say who but I, I do a lot of work like that where yeah. I like uh scripts there's people working on stuff where like there's gonna be cartels depicted. Yes. And they want to do it in a in a in a not offensive light. <laughs> You're talking about people, dude. Who like that happened. That's that ha that happened in my life, right? <laughs> and I'm like, these people hang other people from bridges and set them on fire. Yes, but Ed, but they have they address their pronouns before they do it. There's <laughs> something, you know. Like, I, but I understand. I, I get it. But uh, the, you're, that's true. I never thought about it. The uh, because I every it's rare to, that I see me being depicted on like an immigrant, a Mexican immigrant who's a piece of shit. In, Why not in, in the U.S. Who's a piece of shit or has a weird ass background, or has a drug problem, alcohol problem? But no, it's always a humble guy takes off his sombrero and puts it over his chest. You know, like, because I, I just I want I to just, work. I just want to have the American dream. And 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 Riggs and Murtaugh somehow you know rescue. And there's always the like the old races where I go like get out of my country. Yeah, I, I, and I'm like no, a lot of times it's the other Mexican. Salta aquí, cabrón. There's already too many of us here. Yeah. No jobs for you. Go away. Dude, I go know. Back. I've I've heard stories of Mexicans calling immigration on other Mexicans because they beef. Completely true. That's yes. completely true. And it's actually a legit threat that one Mexican will tell another in the U.S. And I've gotten some of that shit myself. Yes. <laughs> that is a true thing. So it's like, why not show this type of version of us? Because if you think back through film and TV, you know, early on, right, when Italians were essentially treated like minorities yeah. in early America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, like, all Italians were stereotyped. You know, when white people were still beefing with each other, it was, like, Protestant and Catholic. You know, yeah. like, when America was that white, they literally ostracized Italians. They hated them. Right, Catholics, all this—they're not part of us. And then, what did you have? You had Italian filmmakers being like, "Okay, we're going to depict Italians how we see them." So you had like Coppola, you had Scorsese, and guess what? You started seeing—you started them 
showing Italian people as the gangsters and everything, but they did it with the nuance to where other Italians be like, yeah, that's my uncle. Yeah. I, I know that guy, yeah. or that's my dad, the sanitation. And then they kind of embrace that and put that with like a badge of honor. It's like, now we're gangsters. We're cool now. Before you hated us, now you want to be us. And it's like, we need to do that with the Latinos. Yeah. Where it's like, let us control the story. Let us show unsanitized, real raw characters because Latinos are going to identify with it. And that's where you're going to have that quote unquote like success. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I like we see it with music. Yeah. I haven't seen it though. Like I've well, I haven't seen it in, in film specific. Like a, like a, like a comedy, especially is scary for them. Yeah. Or just. A cla- what's the classic narco movie? And everybody's going to say the same thing. Ma- American narco movie. Everybody's going to say the same thing. Sicario. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sicario is about a Colombian that became a lawyer in Juarez, which you're, <laughs> you, know, you tell me that makes any sense. And he's working for the CIA to somehow... Dude, it's a mess. I'm from Mexico. I don't recognize any of that shit to be realistic or factual. It's cool, though. A bunch of gun porn in it, and it's cool. I read all the stuff that happens in it, but it's, you know, it's not anything that I would even right. It's not equate that. to a, a nearness like. Uh, so I can imagine in comedy, that's not well, even. Well, that's the thing. In comedy, it's like when I do scripts and everything. The one thing is like, I remember I had a script one time that I had to have reviewed by a producer, and I wrote a joke where it takes place in the '80s, and you have a Mexican character talking good about Donald Trump when he was like the rich millionaire and he was like, I want to have a lot of women like Donald Trump. And I'm like, that's going to have that's a fun. double meaning that's, because it's also funny as shit. Cause yeah. it's also Trump now yeah. when he came, but I'm like back then Me- Mexicans looked up to him. Yeah. Is the American Rico, dream. Blanco and Arancado, yeah. Wow. Well, why it's like, you know, and then they were like, you know, we don't like this, this Trump joke. Like why would he be saying that? I'm like, no, no, no. This it's is taken funny. in the 80s when it's Trump... funny And Mexicans are going to identify with that. Wicho, like, so in, here in Mexico, we had a novella. A guy named Huicho Dominguez was a poor guy that became rich. Yes. That's basically Huicho Dominguez, man. I hear yeah, Mexican. This motherfucking Trump. El de Malón. El señor es de Malón. Yeah, fucking yeah. The rich man. Fucking. I want to be that. So that's what we're getting. Dancing with the... When, when <laughs> that video was... There. I'm going to post that video today to make a bunch of people pissed off. You got to do it. That's my favorite video, yeah. The Trump one where he's at a party. I always put Mexican music over it. Yeah. You know that fuck. It's fine. Anyways. Yeah, but yeah, I get it. It's, uh, so with comedy, they really don't like, but I'm like, trust me, this is going to hit. So when I finally did Migrants, I'm like, this is my control. I'm putting up my own money. I'm casting my own actors. I'm writing it raw, like how my stand-up is. And again, we put out the first episode and people were just like, Dude, this shit's hilarious. Like, it's basically like we do like hipsters. They start a migrant integration initiative yes. for migrants in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, which is like the hipster capital of the world. So right away in the first episode, we have like this woke white woman who's like talking about pronouns. And then we have a, a, a Latinx character, not Latino, Latinx, Latinx, third, fourth generation, like the type of dudes when I'm in writer's rooms with... Don't know what the fuck they're talking about, and they're trying to write Latin jokes. I'm like, bro, you... yeah, they're the type of Latinos that are like, I don't do jalapeno. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't do jalapeno, but I have a like a three thousand dollar Virgen de Guadalupe tattoo on my chest <laughs> for no reason. Yeah, they have like sick ink where you're like, dude, you finance that shit? That's like twelve grand on your sleeve. Don't worry about it. So 
we finally have like that Latinx character. And I literally have, I was like, the first scene of them interacting is I want the Latinx dude to tell the old school Latino from Venezuela. I'd be like, como esta mi Latinx hermano? And then just like immediately be like, quitate cabrón. Like, no me toque. So that's the scene we did. And dude, that clip just immediately went viral because they were like, what is this? Yes. So immediately people start sharing. It got like 800,000 views on Instagram. People start clicking on the link. It's on my YouTube channel. And then the views just started going up and people are like, I need more episodes. And I just wrote one because I wanted to see how people yeah. would react to it. And then after I did the first episode, it just started getting hit up. Dude, we need to see more. We need to see more. And, this is, and these are people that are recognizing a truth in it. Yes. Like a, that, that's funny because it's true. And also, they're not worried about, you know. The censorship. Yeah. Yeah, this is like we took away all of the potential filters, which happens in a normal film production when you're dealing with a studio or executive producer, when you're using other people's money, essentially, and just being like, this is us. Yeah. And we did it like how they do The Office, like a mockumentary, because I wanted to do it with like a formula that people know, but it's... Uh, but dealing with it with unfamiliar characters. What about the backlash or being that honest? That's, I imagine there were some people. I've seen comments where be like, this is painting Latin people in a terrible light. But then you have other people Who that are, are like, this is the like, funniest this is shit. <laughs> this and yeah. I play a character in it, which his name is Guicho, yeah. which is like a hardcore. This is based off of people in my family. He's from Chihuahua, from El Norte. And all he wants to do is just get drunk, get laid, and work. Yep. And that's it. Yeah. Like, dude who goes to construction site, every night he finishes a three-pack tall boy if they got this. Yeah. Three-pack, which is essentially like six, eight beers. He's not recycling any of the garbage he <laughs> produces. Really. I, know those I know those people so well. Yeah. And they just get hammered. They talk about chicks they want to bang. Yeah. It's uh, one, chicks it's that a, they have been just single dimension of being, you know, working, getting drunk, getting laid. That's it. Great. And I'm like, let's let's leave that. That's all we need. Let's make him that character. So, and then people immediately just gravitated, or like people were like commenting "Viva Guicho" comments. Yeah, he's everybody's deal. Everybody has a deal like exactly. that. Exactly. Everybody has. A and he says the worst shit you can think of. It's beautiful. <laughs> so once we put out the first episode. We did another one. People loved it. And then we did a third episode and we did it to where now we're involving like politicians. So we have like essentially like a neighborhood president character who kind of represents like how woke people think, yeah. but like in a governing sense. Yeah. So now it's like, I have a joke where she's like, you know, she's talking to camera, like being interviewed. She's like, you know, I got elected because I want to help women of color and then I have like the Mexican maid, like, oh, excuse me, senora, your food's ready. She's like, can't you see that I'm talking to the camera? Like, <laughs> so it's literally like the shit that Latinos know. I'm like, yeah, we know those white people that are like, yes, we're on the front lines, and they have like uh, the uh, the equality sign on their Prius, but then they're yelling at their gardener because he forgot to trim a bush, and they're having their 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 mixer for their company in their backyard. And the pool's not 100% clean, Jose. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, we've seen that angle. I'm like, I need to put that on screen. And we did that, and people are just going off on it. So we shot three episodes. They're up on the YouTube now. Our first episode has like 150,000 views. Um, 
our last episode is near that. And then we're going to be releasing three more episodes, including the season finale. Fucking A. Yeah. So we're going to be dropping them in November. Awesome. Um, And it's cool, man, because I got uh, some recognition because we did the New York Latino Film Festival, um, which was crazy because it's very, like, entertainment progressive. And I was just in that room, and we're doing our hardcore Latino jokes, and all of a sudden, like, people just start laughing. And I saw some of the people in the festival looking around like, Can I laugh at this bullshit? (laughs) Yeah, you can. So um, Hopefully some of that shit is subsiding. Hopefully. And that's when I think think that's where they start seeing it. At the end of the day, it's like, are people entertained? Are they laughing? Yes. Let's roll with it. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's like truths are uncomfortable, and I get it. Uh, we're not a whole homogenized brown group of people. We're Mexicans. Yeah. We, the Spanish came and didn't take out the Aztecs. They said, hey, who who here hates the Aztecs? And most of the tribes raised their hands like, fuck those guys. Yeah. And that's who took down the Aztecs. And the rest of them were taken down by disease. But somehow, we're here. Like, all, with yeah, all that it. blood... With all that fucking suffering and torment, but also good, great, amazing things, somehow made it through it, and you're here. Now, how can you make peace with both sides of that past? You know, and through I, humor, through humor, <laughs> laughing at that shit. It's hilarious to me that a bunch of people think that Spanish, that that three ships with Spanish people or two ships with Spanish people showed up, and somehow they took down the Aztecs. Oh, yeah. Like, that is, do you want to talk about, oh, it's the Spanish and the European conquest. You want to talk about, you know. Who did the Aztecs conquer? Everybody around them. (laughs) (laughs) That's the thing. All of us, if you're here, if you're listening to this, you're the son or the daughter of a conquered or conquering nation. (laughs) You have flowers and blood behind you. You should own up to both of them. What kills a culture is humor. The lack yeah. of it and not having the ability to speak about things in an open manner about the things that are wrong with us and the things that are right. Both of them have to be exposed. 100%. There's a Mexican saying, no puedes tapar el sol con un dedo. You can't cover the sun with a thumb, you know? I think comedy for me, specifically how I haven't experienced it through you, uh, through you basically seeing your humor and seeing where it comes from, from your background and your experiences and Relating to that, you know, I don't see myself in a lot of comedy in, in, in the U.S. No. As a newly minted American that <laughs> just paid taxes, ouch. Like, I don't You're see, like, yeah, that yeah, welcome to I don't America. See, like, I'm not Michael Pena or like, what was that guy? That guy that always shows up in all the Marvel movies, the only Latin guy in Hollywood, I guess. But I'm not that, you know? No. Um, I'm also not Benicio Torrance Sicario. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm somebody, I just don't see myself. And I find myself usually... When people stand up and talk about the horrible stories about their parents who moved and migrated here. Yeah. But in a way that you laugh about it, you know? That's exactly right. And that's, that's the one thing I love, especially with Mexican culture, is like the constant humor that we just inject into every part of it's the, only, the culture. It's the only way we've been able to survive. Yeah. You know, legit humor. Um, for me... Um, it's got it's a taste of a little bit of like the the old world. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Where it's like people who go through tough shit but find a way to get through, they you have to have a good sense of humor to get through that shit. Yeah. You have to. There's there's no way you can make it as a culture if you don't. Um 
thank you for coming out and having Dude, this conversation. Thanks for having us. me, man. This is, this is uh, great. This has been a long time coming. Uh, where can people find out more about you and what you do? So um, my Instagram, I post everything on social media. So you guys can follow my Instagram. It's at BTD Jokes or search Brian Thursday, which is B-R-Y-A-N-T-O-R-R-E-S-D-E-Y. And then on YouTube, if you guys want to watch Migrants, which we have more episodes coming out, including our season finale, it's uh, type in Migrants Comedy into YouTube. Because if you just type in migrants, it's just a bunch of like news reports. Can I show up on season two as like a <laughs> horrible migrant? Oh, dude? yes, dude. Just I would like, love to have you on, man. All of the worst, like all of them. Like I want to have like a disease, <laughs> you know? <laughs> it just brings in, get you Skeeb, know what be funny? Like skeevies or what? Like I don't remember what some Trump said that then we... Like, it would be really funny to have a migrant that gives like everyone just like uh, herpes or something. Yeah. <laughs> Just because there's like the worst, I mean, I'm not the best Mexican and that's who I'm going to be. Not the best one. (laughs) I think it's fun, man. For me, me, again, the humor aspect of it. I just, yeah. There's a medicine in laughing. And if you're not laughing at the worst, man. Dude, we we get, Mexicans give entire personalities because of someone's flaw. If you have a big nose, el norizon, you know what I mean? (laughs) So yeah, it's like El Chapo. El Chapo was a very dangerous man, <laughs> and they called him Shorty. Shorty. See, this is Mexico. This is Mexico. You know, this is, this is Mexican culture. That's right, man. Thank you for coming on. Thanks again, I brother. Really I appreciate it, man.